And now, The Fine Print with Attorney Jen Rout. As always, is my studious sidekick, studious. Ben Hintal. <laughs> Who the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, that one's not true. No, no. <laughs> it's never been You know true. what? I'm more studious today than I was- 20 years ago? Yeah. Fact. Yeah. No, that's, that's 100% true. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like learning things now. Like, back then, it was like, learning's dumb, and mm. I just didn't do it. Now I'm- Welcome to Ben's yeah. attitude all through high school. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Mm. it actually explains a lot why I'm such a late bloomer. So, <laughs> Aww, yeah. but you bloom. I did bloom a little, so you eventually. Know. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, so a little more money would help the blooming, but you know, well. I can't make that. Ha- well, no, I can make that happen. You, that is completely within your control. Self actualization. Mm-hmm. Yes, money will happen. Go. Living in abundance requires action, my friend. Where's the money? Mm, that's not how it works. Give me some money, Jen. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know try. you have it. You're a lawyer. Come on. Give me yeah, the money. because they they promise you lots of things going into law school, and then you come out and you go, well, that's not right. Well, but I mean, law school's cheap, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah. So if you go to a state school and live <laughs> in poverty, and as you know, all lawyers should when they start. Yeah. Um, hmm. So why don't we talk about law school? Perfect. Let's All do right. it. All right. So. As long as I get to talk about art school. Oh, yeah. You can add that in there. So. Yeah. Law school is expensive. Oh? Yes. Okay. So what is the process of getting into law school like? Okay. So you have to have an undergraduate this degree. This is in America anyway. So, right. you know. So you have to get your undergrad degree, a bachelor's of arts or science and whatever your chosen field is. Mine was English and political science, which are two fairly worthless degrees for me. Um, But (laughs) I got them. I would say in general, you know. Yes. It's like, what are you doing with your English degree these days? Right. Speaking English? It doesn't. Right. I studied movies and read books and wrote some papers. For a couple years. Mm-hmm. It was fun times. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Can't say it correlates to a lot of practical skills. Yeah. Okay. But it did prepare me for all the writing that happens in law school. Mm-hmm. So, you get your bachelor's degree or you're close to getting your bachelor's degree. You can apply to law school before you have that degree. Yeah. Um, you also have to take the LSAT. So, the law school admittance test Mm -hmm. and you normally pay a prep course because Mm. everything related to law school has a price tag on it (laughs) so just like studying for your gre or mcat there's a prep course for an lsat sure the lsat to me was the most fun test i have ever taken in my life i feel like there's sarcasm there no it really was it is all logic games and reading comprehension and You know, if nine people are in the room and everybody shakes everybody's hands, how many handshakes happen? Yeah. So it's logic reasoning. That sounds horrifying to me. Oh, it's so fun. Loved it. Um, 
they give you prep books and you can practice and I may have hung on to those and used them as a stress reliever later. It's kind of sad, but funny at the same time. Yeah. So your average law school, uh, perfect on the LSAT is 180, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, most require at least a 150 okay. to get in, if I remember correctly. Okay. I may not have my numbers perfect on that. I, I'm definitely not fact-checking right. here. So. But then after all of that, you go to law school. Um, and, you know, you look at all of the average attorney salaries for when you, for first to, you know, one to three year attorneys. Starts, you, I figure, is six figures or so. Oh, right? yeah. You know. Like, I think the average, at least when I was going to law school, they're like, oh, yeah, you'll come out of law school making 80. Like, That'd okay. Be nice. Yeah. Okay. So law school prices vary. Um, anywhere from fifteen thousand a semester to forty-five to yeah. fifty to a hundred, um, it adds up. It's a lot. Um, my first day of law school, you'll enjoy mm. this. So, for those of you who don't know, lawyers are one of the highest professions for alcoholism and suicide. I think we've mentioned that once before on this. Right. Yeah. And in Ohio, we have the Ohio <clears throat> Lawyers Assistance Program. Okay. So, you walk into law school. First person you meet is the school psychiatrist. Oh, wow. Then you meet with the OLAP lady, hmm. who tells you all of the horrible things about how you are getting into a stressful profession, you're going to turn into an alcoholic and then kill yourself. Then you kind of want to by the time you're done with that conversation. <laughs> and you walk out and they hand you a beer or a glass of wine. Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Which. You're going to be an alcoholic. Here, have a drink. Right. We're, we'll help yeah. you with that. Here you yeah. go. Because all events, at least in my law school event or experience, had alcohol at them in the law school. Yeah. Which shocked me completely. Yeah. I, I, I would imagine that, yeah, it does. It makes sense to me that there's a lot of drinking involved just because. I feel like around the courthouse here in Columbus, there's like loads of like lawyer bars, and there's a fair number like, of bars. These, they, well, they're one. The one used to be named something like the Blind Lady or something like that, if I remember correctly. That was like one of the big ones downtown. But I don't know that one. I know the Jury Room. Jury Room. Yeah, there's some other ones. So right. But I always thought that was a funny little, like, yeah. welcome to law school. Here's yeah. the school shrink. Here's the lady who's going to save you once you have these problems. And here to aid you is yes. alcohol. All right. Now that you've heard the spiel, here, there drink you go. the Kool-Aid. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, and the interesting thing about law school is it doesn't teach you to practice. Hmm. So. So they get you, basically, they teach you all the... They teach you how to think. Okay. And that's important. So you lose yeah. all creativity for a little while. Um, they tear down every concept you ever had of writing. Okay. <laughs> and reconstruct it. Okay. And there are very specific rules you follow. Yeah. Um, it's normally uh, conclusion, rule, analysis, conclusion, or hmm. CRAC. Crack, if you really want to <laughs> look at it. Um, it says crack right there. Guys. IRAC, introduction, rule, anal- analysis, conclusion. Okay. So, like, these things are drilled into your head, and you yeah. learn to read and read the law. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of our laws date back hundreds of years. Yeah. And so, when you're reading a Supreme Court case from 1830... Yeah. It is hard to understand for your average person. Sure. 
and they are long because they used to write a lot. Yeah. Um, fortunately, many of our justices today get much better at getting to the point. Good. Um, and they separate their opinions in a much easier format. But yeah, you had to read and mm-hmm. learn how to interpret the laws, and you know, you go from there, and it builds your case law knowledge. Mm-hmm. So you basically read and write, and you're tested on your writing skills and your analysis. Right. That is the majority of law school. Yeah. In a very time-pressured, you read a thousand pages a week type of intense situation for three years. Yeah. If you're full-time. Um, That's a lot. Three years. Yeah. If you're part-time, four to five years. Okay. Most people start the part-time night program and then speed it up because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I'm over this. Let's get it done. Yeah. Um, so you go to law school, you you get done, and you immediately just become a lawyer, right? No. You get, so, a, you get your own practice No. with yeah. two people with names that right. just should not go together at all. Right. So, yeah. <clears throat> Before that, there's a few other interesting things about law school. Most oh, okay. law schools have their own bu- building. I'm jumping ahead. Sorry. You are. Don't jump ahead. Because okay. this is funny, because when you go to law school, you get to go back to high school. Oh. Most law schools, if they even if they are independent or if they're part of a larger university, have their own building hmm. with lockers and a cafeteria and a law school prom <laughs> they call Barrister's Ball. <laughs> That's awesome. So you go back to high school in order to learn about the law. Huh. You learn how to read and write and think like a lawyer. Analyze. There's a lot of learning to analyze all sorts of facts and patterns and hmm. very fun analyzing things. Hmm. And then you graduate, and you are officially a barrister. You have a Juris Doctor, which is a doctorate of law. Okay. You are not allowed to practice yet. Okay. Then comes the bar exam summer. And every attorney can go, oh, the bar exam summer. Mm. It is an intense three-month period. Like, you graduate, and you're like, woo! All right. Um... You get one little weekend to be like, yay! And Mm -hmm. then it's looking like 12 to 14 hours a day of nonstop studying. Again, in a very high-pressured situation. Okay, so what do you study when you're studying for the bar exam? Okay, so the bar exam in Ohio, and it's slightly different in other states, um, is technically two and a half days with another half day and at another time. That other half day is you have to pass professional responsibility. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, which is you're testing you on all of the lawyer code of conduct. Okay. Which makes sense. Um, and that's normally done earlier before graduation. Okay. Okay. Then for the bar exam, you have s- certain areas of law that you test on. Okay. Criminal law, proper, real property, um, or property law in general, uh, torts. Okay. So that's all of your negligence, your personal injury, all of that stuff contracts um wow criminal you need law. to know like all of this yes and you drill down and you study to the point where it is you you can say negligence duty breach causation injury yeah and you can word like these are the rules one two three right you can't ask me about criminal law because it's now been eight years and i don't remember any of it <laughs> i remember enough to be yeah. Like to go, wait, <laughs> yeah. don't do that. <laughs> but like to prove a s- criminal assault or any of those things, eh, 
Probably not. You don't want me as your prosecutor. Right. I don't do well, that. It's work sort of anymore. like you know. At that point, it's a little like medical school, where it's sort of like you kind of figure out what you your focus figure out is what on. your focus is on. Right. After law school, but during the bar exam, you get tested on your core cases or yeah. core curriculum, and that's what you spend <clears throat> most of law school studying. Your first year, you have real, um, you have property law, you have tort law, you have criminal. Yeah. Um, you learn start into um, c- constitutional law. That's a big one, obviously. Yeah. Um, so you have to learn all of that, and right. then you drill down. In Ohio, your first day is all essay. It is time pressured essay. Oh, man. And if your computer Sounds stops horrible. working or you decide to handwrite everything, you may pass out. Um. You will hear people throwing up in the bathroom. Oh, my God. We had one person wet their pants because they didn't want to take... You don't really get a lot of time for bathroom breaks. Holy crap. Um, One person passed out. Wow. Like, it is a high, intense, not Man. fun testing day. Days, really. Man. Um, that sounds awful. So your first day is all essays. The second day is all multiple choice. But these are not easy multiple choice. Yeah. Um, that's your MBE. Those actually, that's kind of standardized throughout the country. Yeah. And then your third day, you come back for a half day of essays. And then you either go home and sleep or drink. One of the two, um, as a general rule. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd say drinking sounds pretty good after all that A crap. lot of people drink. Yeah. Um, but that's what your bar exam looks like. And then right. you have to wait. So in Ohio, the bar exam happens the last week of July, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. You get your test results generally around October 30th, hmm. 31st, somewhere in there. Hmm. So you have to wait. <laughs> yeah. Basically three months. Oof. To get your test results. Fun stuff. Right. It's super fun times. So, so when I mean, obviously, since there's essays and everything like that, that requires people to read what you've written and that sort of thing. Right. So, so there's a lot of, like, judgment based off of, like, does this person sound like they know what the hell they're doing kind of thing. Actually, they have very specific, strict grading criteria in your essays, at least, again, in Ohio, and most states have similar criteria. Um, your essays are graded by three different attorneys. Mm-hmm. And if there's more than a two-point or three-point difference, mm-hmm. it gets looked at again. And if you are within, um, I think it's five points of passing mm-hmm. or failing, if you failed by five points or less, everything gets regraded and they make sure that you truly pa- failed. Oh my God. Um, I know two people who failed by like less than a point. Oh, man. Twice. That sucks. Right. So, like, that's some craziness happening. (laughs) Um, And it is a stressful time. So be cautious. Because then, you know, they tell you you're going to make $80,000 or more coming out of law school. Yeah. Um, But realistically, most people... It's more like 130, right? Yeah. uh Uh-huh. That's it. (laughs) Um, It's normally really between 35 and 50. Wow. For your average law student. Anything in the public sector? That's like what I started at <laughs> when I started my career. As an art, as as, as, mm-hmm. as a as a as a working artist, yes. Right. So, if you work for the government, yeah, the state. If you're a prosecutor, 
you're probably starting out yeah. 35, 45, 50, Yeesh. somewhere in there. Man. Yeah, and you're there for a very, very long time. Yeah. Um, Unless you build your own firm and then eventually grow that to the point where you're actually making decent money. Yeah. Otherwise, you pretty much just suffer. And what they don't tell you, as part of the bar exam and being licensed to practice, so you pass the bar exam, you have to get sworn in. Right. As part of all of your bar experience, you also have to turn in your application and be interviewed to make sure that you have the requisite character and fitness. Wow. Which means if you have anything in your history, Hmm. a DUI. Hmm. A, a criminal case, anything. Wow. You are going to have to explain. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, it's a very good idea, if you have any of those things, before you go to law school, to make sure you can be licensed. I started law school with a wonderful person who did not finish with us. Ah. Because the Supreme Court said, we will never license you. Wow. I don't know what was in her history, huh? but there was something, and she knew it because she started talking to them first year of law school. Huh. Started with the law school and then talked to the Supreme Court. Interesting. And, um, and that's the Supreme Court of Ohio. You don't actually go to the Supreme Court of the United States to talk over your bar issues. Huh. Um, I wonder what that would be. I mean... It had to have been something crazy. Yeah, pretty significant. Because, I mean, like, for them to just go, never. Right. Never's a long time. Uh Uh-huh. You know? Huh. So, she quit law school after two semesters. Wow. Because she was never going to be able to practice. Wow. Another weird fact is about half of the students who go to law school never or don't continue to practice law. Hmm. They use their law degree in other ways. Right. But they do not actually practice law. Right. They might be a trust officer at a bank. Okay. That's not practicing law. Okay. You don't have to have a JD to do that. Right. Um, they might be in-house legal team. Hmm. Um, where they write contracts. Hmm. Which arguably is the practice of law. Right. But they're not like in the courtroom, yeah, doing the things that most people picture Carrying attorneys. Carrying cases and yelling at attor- at, at other attorneys. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Making juries cry and whatnot. Right. That's screaming. Basic. I can't. You can't handle the truth or sure. any goofy. Right. Yeah. 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 So a lot. Most don't do that. Hmm. Or half, anyways. Wow. Um, and I graduated eight years ago, and there are still people from my graduating class who do not have. Law jobs. Oh my God. And that's, is that because they have not gotten all the way through, or is that just because they can't find a job? That's because they can't find a job. Oh my God. So, um, you also want to check your market. And this Hmm. is just good advice for any field you enter. Yeah. But Columbus has two law schools, Hmm. which means its market is pretty saturated with attorneys. Right. Which is fine. Yeah. But you need to know that going in. Right. Because you may not get whatever law job you want yeah. because competition is fierce. Yeah. And you have to be prepared to go out on your own. Mm-hmm. Law school, 
ironically, of all the things they don't teach, there's a few things that drive me nuts. One, they don't teach you to practice. Hmm. So they don't teach you how to draft a will. Yeah. They don't teach you Seems the... Seems like that would be like basic level like lawyer. Yeah, you would think. Yeah. But they don't... It's, it's teaching Do you how to Do they teach you how to run your business, Jeff? No. No, <laughs> no. they don't. <laughs> they don't teach you any of that. They don't no. teach you the basics of understanding malpractice insurance, why you need it, how that applies, what you need to do. Yeah. They don't teach you about the impact of most of what you do. Right. Um, They don't teach you about marketing a law firm. Hmm. They don't teach you about any of the things that would really make you successful. Right. They teach you how to write well. Yeah. They teach you how to analyze. Yeah. They teach you how to think. Right. So that's awesome. We are all very good problem solvers as a general rule. Right. But if you can't communicate that. Right. And you can't follow this court's little idiosyncrasies. Mm -hmm. Um. I was sent home once by a judge. He has thankfully been forced to retire because I was not wearing a skirt. Okay. I had a pantsuit on. Okay. How very progressive of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Women wear court or skirts in his courtroom. Wow. That's weird. Yeah. Huh. He didn't last much longer on the bench. He was kind of crazy. But Gotcha. Yeah, it's a weird one. Those kind of things matter, and they matter in building, like yeah. learning. Each court has a slightly different system. Yeah, they might all use, you know, probate courts will all use similar forms, but every probate court in the state mm-hmm. has something different about it. That's weird. So you have to call, and that's when you look at the local rules. Hmm. Law school doesn't teach you local rules. Right. Law school teaches you primarily federal, mm-hmm. some state. I guess that makes sense because, like, depending on where you go locally, things might be different. You know, if you're in, you know, West Virginia versus, you know, North Dakota. If you're in Jackson, Ohio versus Columbus, Ohio. Or, frankly, Columbus and Cleveland. Yeah. You're in two different worlds. Yeah. Um, So they don't teach you a lot of those things, those you get to learn. But as soon as you're sworn in, you can hold out your own office how easy is it to relocate from like one city to another for an attorney? Cities are easy. Okay. States. Yeah. So right now, Ohio again likes to be difficult. So that's what we do. Right. Um, Ohio does not have reciprocity with many states. So what okay. reciprocity is is, um, for instance, in Kentucky, mm-hmm. I cannot go practice there. Okay. There's certain limited. St- Circumstances, I could get admitted for like one specific case. Right. That's called Pro Hoc Vice. Um, but he's my favorite artist, by the way. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but ironically, because I've been practicing long enough, if I wanted licensed with West Virginia, mm-hmm. I could apply. I could be licensed in West Virginia because they'll approve me because I've been practicing in Ohio long enough. Mm-hmm. I could wait a year, then I could apply for reciprocity with Kentucky, and then I would be licensed in Ohio. West Virginia and Kentucky. Huh. Okay. And it's going about it kind of in a roundabout way. If I wanted to go to Pennsylvania, I have to take their bar exam again. You can imagine how many times somebody wants to take the bar exam again. I imagine zero would be probably the optimal number. Right. Then, and that's just to get into your state courts. You also have federal courts. Yeah. So once you have the pass the bar for your state, you're sworn in, and yay, you can practice law. It's lovely. Yeah. Um, 
Then if you want to practice in federal court, you have to do their requirements. Man. So Southern District, Northern District of Ohio, each had different requirements. There was a little test you had to take for Southern District. I took that. I was admitted to the Southern District Bar. And then um, Northern District, you had to be sponsored in by another attorney. Sounds like an immense amount of work. There's a lot of paperwork. I imagine. Well, there's a lot of paperwork involved in your job anyway. Yes. But to become the thing that, you know, the person that could make the paperwork happen. Right. Seems like hell of a lot more for that. There's a lot of stuff that happens. And you also go into, generally speaking, a significant amount of debt. Because, Mm -hmm. like, for the bar exam, you normally pay for a bar exam review course. Hmm. Those aren't cheap. And if you're studying... 12 and 14 hours a day. Guess what you're not doing? No, you're not working. Not working a job. No. Nope. Um, so, you know, it's a intense, financially stressful time. Okay. So now the ultimate question, is it worth it? For me, it was. Okay. Uh, I think that's a personal thing for each person. I know a lot of people who hate it, mm-hmm. who have been doing it for 40 years and hate it. Wow. But I know others who love it. That would be hard because it's like it, you go through all the work before you can even really get like any kind of on-the-job experience at all. You know, well, I mean, but see, that's the thing that I think most people miss out. Um, you can go law clerk. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a law student. You can go clerk at a law firm. Yeah. In high school, you can be a file clerk. Yeah. High school, college. Do you actually get like? realistic on the job experience doing that you get to see what everyone's life is like gotcha you get to see the amount of files you get to see yeah um all of those things um for instance i had my one brother works for me as a law clerk Mm -hmm. i think he worked there long enough to go i don't know that this is for me (laughs) yeah um that's a good thing that you could do that so i mean if right. this is a path that somebody's considering going down. You really need to talk to people in the practice yeah. and go see what it's like. Even yeah. if it's just mirroring someone for a day. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Follow them around, see what they do. Shadowing them. Shadow. Yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. mirror. Did them. I say yeah. mirror? Yeah. Don't mirror Shadow. them. That actually could get you in legal trouble. That I could, yeah. yeah. Shadow them for a day. Yeah. Um you can just see what it's like. Yeah. But and I would say, again, with any profession, make sure you know what you're getting into yes. when you choose down that path. Yes. Um, I think anything that is like that, it's like they, every real profession that you go into for like a life choice career type thing has sort of those trials and those tribulations you kind of have to go through. And they're all weird in their own way. But Oh, yeah. You know, it's like you always hear about law school and the bar exam and all this other stuff. and. I don't know. You don't really get that much exposure to it. And it's kind of interesting to hear what it's like from somebody who's gone through it. You know, Well, and you see things on TV that mostly are incorrect. Yeah. You see things in movies yeah. that are mostly incorrect. Yeah. Or at least glamorizing yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, and it's not accurate. So you need <laughs> to go. But the bar exam can be a sexy process, Jeff. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um. In fact, they had Capital, where I went to law school, has a evening class mm-hmm. for all of your friends and family to come to, so they understand what the next three months are going to be like. Wow! Because you are not your nicest self. Wow! Huh? 
you are under extreme stress. Not a whole lot of programs have something like that where it's like, okay, this is for your people that are not you. Right. To know, so that they understand <laughs> that why you're being such a dick for the next couple months. It yeah. is. Yeah. They, they put on, Capital puts on a very nice program. You go off because they, they do something else with, you know, the bar exam takers. Yeah. About setting up, here's how you set up study schedules and, you know. Yeah. All of that stuff. And they take your friends and family. Mm-hmm. And I think they scare them to death. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't understand. This is the You most- get done, your dad pulls you aside. He's like, I don't think you should be doing this. This sounds detrimental to your health. <laughs> <laughs> My parents gave me a panic button. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah. you know, you hit it and it yells, stay calm, stay calm, yeah. panic. <laughs> um, after that. Nice. <laughs> like, great. Very nice. But yeah, it's an important thing. So yeah. weigh your career choices carefully. Yes. Not discouraging or anything like that. No. But just, you know, just know what you're getting into. Well, it's and a big decision. the practice of law can be the most draining and awful, stressful experience. Mm. But it can also be the most rewarding mm. and fulfilling. Yeah. Because yeah, because ever for every like case that you mentioned that you cite in here where it's something went horribly off the rails, you've got another case that went exactly the way that it should, and you help people out, and it went right well, and that's that's and you're not just helping people with like you know fixing their bathtub or something like that. This is like well, you're helping them with something that could potentially affect the quality of their life for the rest of their lives. Right. I mean, you go to a lawyer when you go through major change of life events, Mm -hmm. marriages, births, deaths, divorces, starting a business, closing Mm -hmm. a business. Yeah. Wills. Yeah. Probate. Yeah. Complicated things. And that attorney gets to be your guide Mm -hmm. and your rock and your therapist sometimes. (laughs) Um, and they are there for your hardest times of your life. Hmm. They are also there for some of the happiest. Yeah. Like buying a house. Yeah. Having a baby. Yeah. Adopting a baby. Mm-hmm. Happy law. Yeah. I like happy law. Yep. But in order to be part of the happy law, you have to be able to handle The crap all that of, sucks. Right. Yeah. And mm. they call you when they have no one else to call. Yeah. So that's a rewarding thing you get to do. Good. Good stuff. I like it. Happy fun times. Yeah. So now let's get to the lawyer joke of the week because, you know, can't wait for that. (sighs) Yep. But before, as always, we have our housekeeping. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find us on Facebook. That is our primary landing page where you can suggest topics, comment, um, get news, um, or ask questions. If you are already following us, Thank you. We love you. You can also follow Boxland Media on Facebook as well. We do lots of things up to and including putting out the fine print with Attorney Jen Route every week. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I am out there and doing tweetings and 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 run by tweetings and all the other tweetings that that tweet and mm. I'm just making up words and using tweet in place of those words. And Jen does not do any of these things because no. she's a troglodyte. And fears fine. technology. Yeah, so. that's it. <laughs> yes. If you're new to the show, welcome. Ignore all of Ben's comments. <laughs> we hope you come back. Not all. 
Some. I, I occasionally have some <laughs> apropos things that True. I say. True. If you like the show, we would appreciate it if you could take a few minutes out of your very busy day, head over to iTunes and rate and review us. It helps us out with our visibility on the world's largest podcast repository. And finally, we would like to thank you, all of our listeners, uh, for supporting our show and listening and continuing to listen. Uh, it, it means a lot to us, and you are the reason that we keep doing it. So thank you very much, and thanks for sharing and, and keeping uh, keeping other people interested in the show as well. Awesome. Uh, Jen, would you like to hear this week's Lawyer Joke of the Week? Oh, absolutely. This is all the reasons you should go to law school, so you can have <laughs> jokes about you every week. It's awesome. I think any profession has jokes about it, but lawyers get a pretty decent tome of them. Mm-hmm. So, well, Can you tell me a, an artist joke off the top of your head? Uh, several, but not mm-hmm. off the top of my head. And, right, not and, a... that's, and it's not related to what we're doing here. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So. <laughs> that, that means no. No, he can't. <laughs> uh, what do you call a lawyer who doesn't know the law? I don't know. A judge. Aw, poor judge. See, judges. that wasn't a lawyer joke. It was a judge joke. Judges are lawyers. Sort of. They're like lawyers that get to wear cool robes and yell at people and Ever wonder what's tell, the... <laughs> them, tell everybody that they're out of order and throw gavels at people. Yeah, because that's like, what that looks like. Like the Hammer Brothers, you know? <sighs> so, yeah. So, all right, folks. Well, until next time, I am Ben Edenthal. And I am Jen Rout, reminding you that ignorance of the law excuses no man from following it. All right, folks. We'll see you next time. This program is meant to be informative in nature and does not constitute actual legal advice or form an attorney-client relationship in any way. Views and opinions stated in this program are solely the views and opinions of the speaker. Each situation is different. Always consult an attorney in your state to analyze your specific legal needs. This program may change your views of attorneys in general, as they are not what they seem on TV. I mean, seriously, could the main character in Suits actually exist in real life? Boxland Media! Think big. This week, support for the fine print with attorney Jen Rout comes from Thriven Financial. For more than 100 years, Thriven has offered financial guidance about saving, spending, and sharing. Thriven helps more than 2.3 million member owners be wise with money through its broad range of products and services, including life insurance, annuities, and mutual funds. To learn more about what makes Thrivent unique, contact John Grolo, FIC Financial Associate, at 614-567-7141.